It's our wrap of the top business stories and uh, helping us uh, to uh, take a look at some of these uh, stories, uh, certainly from the retail sector, financial services, and uh, also uh, some trade data as well, is uh, Bright Kumalo, analyst at Vestact Asset Management. Mbulazi, good evening to you and welcome. Hello. Bright? Yebo. Hello? Hello? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, perfect, perfect. Bright, I want us to start um, in our, uh, I guess, uh, a trade environment. South Africa posting an annual current account surplus. Um, uh, first, I guess, in almost uh, two decades. And uh, I guess, uh, you know, uh, probably not the kind of thing you want to be celebrating uh, because of the kind of context uh, it emerges from. But what do you make of this one? Yeah, look, I mean, I think you, you're highlighting the important part here that there hasn't been a lot of, you know, trade uh, ongoing because of, you know, lockdowns and, and the likes. And obviously, um, we find ourselves in this current account surplus, <laughs> which sounds good, but uh, it was mostly due to inactivity, basically. Uh, and obviously, the strengthening rand in that period uh, also helped us to, you know, pass over to a, a, a current account surplus. And, and Bright, I mean, when you think about the recovery, I mean, a lot of people have said as the economy has started to recover, what has also happened, I guess, is a recovery in import demand, uh, which um, I guess sort of um, depending on how you look at it is either a concern or something that uh, signals uh, some kind of recovery. What do you make of that? And I guess in light of some of these uh, numbers that came through here. Look, in terms of economic recovery, uh, we're seeing that Essentially, countries that are going to be able to administer the COVID-19 vaccine the fastest, not just deploying them, but actually administering and jabbing people. Uh, those are the uh, you know, countries that are going to see economic recovery very fast because it means uh, individuals that are actually uh, vaccinated can actually go back to work and be more mm-hmm. productive. And that will contribute you know, positively to the GDP numbers and you know, economic recovery. So with regards to South Africa, um, you look at the whole world currently, about 330 million uh, COVID-19 vaccines have been deployed and uh, administered. South Africa is absolutely nowhere with, you know, less than 100,000 uh, deployed. Mm. Um, I don't even know the number in terms of uh, people that are actually vaccinated. So it's going to be a long slog for us in South Africa. We need to be patient. Mm. Um, and that's all I can say there. Yeah, yeah. Bulaz, let's shift our attention to Sanlam. Now, uh, you know, they came out, uh, I guess, uh, earlier on today with some plans to, uh, you know, uh, reduce their cost base while trying to, uh, I guess, try out some new things uh, from a distribution perspective to grow market share. And a lot of that uh, having to do with uh, a much stronger deployment of digital channels. We've seen the same from the banks uh, as it relates, I guess, to their apps and uh, trying to wean themselves off of their branches. Um how is that going to look in this particular sector where, you know, I mean, people often say, you know, insurance is not bought, it's sold. Correct. I mean, so uh, you look at, you know, insurers, um, the ones that are trying to disrupt um, the insurance companies, you know, the likes of Lemonade in the United States, uh, Metromile, all of them are actually, you know, all about efficiencies that are driven by, you know, the app you know, where it's basically very seamless to get insurance and you can insure your items uh, by essentially taking pictures of them and filling in a small questionnaire that's not longer than a page, right? So this is a, these are the kind of guys that, you know, they're competing with and 
if you're starting from zero, it's going to be very hard, especially if you're a traditional insurer like Sunlam. Uh, but I mean, the good news is that they already have the capital and the client base. It's a matter of converting them uh, into, you know, being able to use these tools. So they, so they have better insight of, you know, the behavior of the people or the, you know, the insuring or the items mm. that they're insuring. So there'll be more data. And then the more data you have, uh, you know, the better decisions you can make in terms of, you know, the insurance you kind of give to those individuals uh, for those assets, businesses, mm. et cetera. Yeah, and I guess it's a, it's one of those uh, telltale signs of uh, the kind of structural transformation that's underway, um, you know, triggered by the search for data, search for, you know, digital channels to reduce your cost base that uh, is certainly going to have a massive impact on employment in many sectors. And we saw this in the QLFS data for the fourth quarter and uh, some of the jobs lost there in the financial services sector. Now, Mbulaz, before I let you go, let's take a look at uh, famous brands. Now, these are the guys, uh, you know, uh, who are responsible for Mug and Bee and Wimpy and, uh, you know, uh, a few other entities, Europa as well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, coming out, I guess, as expected, uh, not so strong a showing here as, uh, I guess, uh, fewer and fewer people were going to eat out. Uh, but uh, that's also had an impact for them because they vertically integrated and, I guess, as a manufacturer, sell some goods to uh, some of their franchisees. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about um, deterioration of sales of uh, around two-thirds. And obviously that has you know, been impacted a lot by the lockdown that we've seen. And it didn't help that uh, one of their brands, which was um, Tasha's, uh, you know, is no longer part of that stable because Tasha's bought back uh, all of yeah. her shares. Uh, it's not looking good for this business currently. But, I mean, again, once we are able to go back outside as individuals to eat out and enjoy ourselves freely without any masks because we are all vaccinated and we're not too worried about, you know, the impact of the coronavirus at that time, uh, these are the kind of businesses that are actually going to rebound quite, you know, massively because they're going to be seeing that food traffic that they haven't seen in a year right now. So, uh, you know, I tend to be on the side of actually buying these but in a diversified manner, um, mm. you know, in a calculated manner, essentially, basically, you don't want to be too overexposed to, to um, recovery stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bulaz, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there, my brother. And uh, yeah, it's certainly the sign of the times if uh, we take a look at uh, those two stories, one from the financial services sector, uh, where it seems the pursuit is uh, for cost containment and reduction, and uh, I guess uh, on the other, uh, you know, rapid slashing of the revenue uh, for uh, one of the fast food retailers here, or I guess um, uh, an entity that operates a group of fast food retailers. Bulazi, as always, my brother, a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. That there was a bright Kumalo, who's an analyst at Vestact Asset Management, helping us with our wrap of the top business stories. We take.